0: We will we continue what we are learning. The holy letters of Balatanya, letter number twelve. The she'er is We are learning this holy letter about. The difference between regular peace, which is an awesome, unbelievable energy, a person can live in peace, and then even a deeper level, which is an internal, as well as an external, never-ending and everlasting harmony and tranquility. We're going into the difference between these modes. That there's a mode of living life where you're superficially alive. And then there's a mode where you're superficial, which your activity is intertwined and constantly motivated and in sync with your internal qualities, with your heart and your mind with your intelligence and your feelings. And these two modes exist in every angle in life. But in specific, when it deals with charity, they are very similar. Because one creates peace and one creates a never-ending and everlasting tranquility. We're going in to understand how enormous it is to, under, to see a life that's just purely superficial and then to see a life that's charitably superficial and how that is peaceful as opposed to a regular life that's superficial. And then to realize that if you choose a deeper level, which is an internal, mm-hmm. deeper enthusiastic way of giving compassion your life becomes never-ending, everlasting yeah. harmony. We are going deep into this, spanning the Chassidic works, thousands of pages that deal with this on a very deep, magnificent, life-transforming level. To be able to glance into the depth of what the Kabbalistic master spoke about and to be able to touch it with your own hands and to see its overwhelming transformation that it can have in your life. How with a tiny bit of intelligence, a tiny bit of the Torah, a tiny bit of the secrets of the soy, the mystery, and the secret of compassion, one's life becomes radically transformed, one remains in control, one remains non-reactive to everything around them. The more one obsesses upon this, the more one sets themselves free from anxiety and depression and all types of areas in life that seek to take him over. And for this we are going very deep into this idea we've discussed in the past that this letter is primarily dealing with the core of life, which is that everything in life is made up at of giver and receiver. There isn't anything in this world that is not giving and receiving. To understand this in its enormity. When you see something. When you open your eyes. You're giving and you're receiving. The world's giving to you. And you're giving to it. And there's an interaction between seer. And what the seer is seeing. And then the sight that's created from there. This is a tremendous idea because a person is not aware of the enormous revolution that has to happen in his consciousness when he learns the Torah. We have said in the past that when you look at a man's face, you see the head entire face. You just see a face and you're not aware of what. What does it mean? The face is Moloshan pnimius. Ponim is Moloshan pnimius. It means the inner dimension of man. The intellect of man. You look at an animal and you just see a heart. Kelev, you look at a dog. Kabbalah says it's Kelev. Kulay Lev. It's entirely a heart. You look at any animal's. And you're seeing instinct, you're seeing the midos, you're seeing instinctive behavior. And all different animals represent different types of instinctive attributes. And in our personalities, we have animalistic traits. But when you get to a person's head, when you rise above the animal, when you rise above and you look at the human, you're seeing Adam. Adam is his intelligence, is his head, and we have said in the past that Adam and Chava were created as a Siamese twins. Where Adam's face, when they were connected, they were Siamese twins, They were one person. Adam's face was Chochma, and Chava's face was Bina. Now, why is that important? The reason that's important is because the beauty of this world is that every level is connected from every level. That sounds mystical, but when you're able to touch this with your hand, it becomes enormously transformational. Because when you look at someone's face, we are not looking at Chachma or Bina. You don't see that the man is the idea, and the woman will cook the idea. You don't see that the woman will make from the idea Details. She will cook it, extrapolate it. You don't see that the man is the knowledge. What you see is, you see a face, two different faces. One's the male face, one's the female face. But the difference between them is, this is the face of wisdom, the idea. And this is the face of understanding. The face of understanding says, I do not understand. The face of wisdom says, I contain the wisdom. The wisdom is a dot. It's a point. It's a nucleus. It's a one moment in time. It's just an idea. The understanding wants to understand the idea. It's frustrated. It's empty. My goal is not to come up with ideas, but my goal is to understand the idea and it's thorough, thoroughly. Now, every person has in their brain, it's covered up by their forehead. It's called moichin, intelligence. Intelligence is made up of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. When in my own life, in my own brain, my wisdom interacts with my knowledge, meaning to say that first my, I have my wisdom and then I understand the wisdom. And they go back and forth, understanding. I see the wisdom, I look in the book, the book has the wisdom. And then I challenge myself to understand it on a little level before I go to any teacher, just me myself. What does it mean that I developed intelligence? What does it mean that I haven't understand? I have used my and my intelligence, to understand the Tanya. It means that I looked at the Tanya at a first glance. I am starting to grasp the wisdom of the Tanya, or at first glance, the book of the Tanya is the wisdom, and my brain is the understanding. I want to understand the wisdom. So technically speaking, I don't really activate my wisdom. I activate my understanding because I want to understand these points, these ideas. So when I get the, the tanya is the intelligence of khachmah, it's the intelligence of the wisdom. I am the intelligence of understanding. I may mean, me, a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. But in the realm of me versus the tanya, the tanya is the wisdom but me, I have to understand the wisdom. And together, knowledge will be born. After I work at it, me and the Tanya, its knowledge will become one with me, and then I will be a change. I will be fully it, depending on the level of my understanding. Now, this is so important. We've discussed it in the past, but it's so important to understand that when you look at the man, it's primarily wisdom. When you look at a woman, it's primarily understanding. That's the difference between masculine and feminine. But you have to understand that when you see a man, you see you don't see his kachma in his face. You don't see bina in a woman's face. What do you see? You see the 10 energies of kachma and the 10 energies of bina. When you look at a person's face, although you're not aware of it, you see kumas adam, you see 10 things. And those 10 things make a face perfect. And the Holy Kabbalist explains something unbelievable, which is that every single energy in this world is made up of all the energies. And that's why there's integration. That's why there could be peace in this world. You think that the man is the face of Chachma? No, his Chachma contains 10 energies. And her Bina contains 10 energies. And now Chachma and Bina can interact with each other. What are these ten energies? Ten energies of Chachma are the intelligence of Chochmah, the intelligence of intelligence, emotional intelligence means the heart of the intelligence, and then communicating, giving over the intelligence of intelligence, the emotional intelligence, and tend to give it over in action. So let's understand this practically. I wake up in the morning, I say, I say, my intelligence starts to work. My chokma, bina and das. If I'm a man, it's my chokmah bina and das of chokma, Because my face represents chokma. I am a man. If I'm a woman, I wake up in the morning and my intelligence starts to work. If I'm a woman, my intelligence, it's the intelligence of bina. Because my primarily idea is bina yaseira Nasina leisha. I am more in touch with bina. Of course, I have all three. Which means chokma, bina das. Which means intelligence. I have wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. I have three different faculties in my brain that will allow me to comprehend everything. If I'm a woman, I'm primarily concerned with the details. Meaning to say, I'm concerned with understanding. My specialty is to understand something, to work through the details, to bring out the to, to bring out the details of the wisdom. If I'm a man, my main idea is to focus on the wisdom of it, the idea of it. So I wake up in the morning and I have my intelligence. My intelligence is deep behind my brain. It's to grasp this whole world with Chokmah bin Adas. Then I open my eyes and I start to see the world. It's my emotional intelligence. It's the heart of my Chokmah. It's the heart. It's not the heart. My heart is in my heart. But, what, but the uniqueness of what the Kabbalists are explaining are is that every... Every single energy that you have is made up out of man. What is man? Man is 10 energies. What is 10 energies? 10 energies is intelligence, emotions, and giving that over. That is man. So when you look at yourself in the mirror, what do you mean? I I represent 10 energies. When you look at me, generally speaking, my 10 energies are my intelligence is in my head, my emotions is in my heart, and then what does my body represent? My thighs, my core. What My gender, what does it represent? It represents me giving it over to you. It represents me interacting with you. If I'm rooted in my place, if I'm asleep, I'm a vegetable. If I'm interacting all the time, without the Torah, without mitzvahs, without any meaning in my life, I'm just an animal. I'm just my heart running loose. And I'm trying to give and take, conquer all the time. But if I'm aware of life, then these ten energies make sense. Meaning to say that my intelligence, my heart, my intelligence, my brain, my heart, my emotions, and my body, which means my ability to give over, to interact with you. That's the whole purpose of a body. The whole purpose of my thighs and my torso is to move around, to interact with people. To be able to have action. So man is made up of general three ideas. Three of three. He's made up of intelligence, which is Chokhmah binadas, He's made up out of emotions, which is his heart, Chesed and he's made up of his body, his torso, which is Netzach If he just has his heart, and his heart never allows him to give to another person, give to his children, hug his child, if he just has the idea, I have a Boy, the heart, you have an unbelievable heart, but you don't do anything with it. You never actually do anything actively. You have a yearning to eat food, but you never actually eat. Then life is missing his main component, which is maissa, which is activity. So emotions, when you wake up in the morning and you're still in bed, you can activate your intelligence, you can even activate your emotions, you can activate your brain, and you can even activate your heart. But you have nothing to do with the world. If you didn't lift your feet off the bed, if you didn't wash negavas, if you didn't get up, if you do not move your body around, you, you haven't started to bring your intelligence and your and your emotions into this world. You haven't started to bring your brain and your heart into this world. It's the movement of my body that allows me to actually, actually live in action, and activity, and physical. The ability to eat physically, the ability to give money physically, the ability to touch something, to touch someone, the ability to hug, the ability to do anything physical, that is... The last three energies, that's called action. That's called the physical world. So these, this is what makes up man. Your brain, your heart, and your action, your physical life, your actual body, your actual movement. These are three different modes of consciousness. Thought, speech, and action. There are three different modes of consciousness. To be thinking to be, it means to be blind to the world. It means to be asleep. To the world, you're thinking your eyes are closed. Then speech starts with your eyes opening up. with starting to see another person. Speaking is all for another person. It's me and you are separate. So we can connect. My eyes is the heart of my intelligence. It allows me to speak to you. My heart, my eyes and my nose will allow me the gift of speech in a minute. Mm. Because I see you and I need you and I want you. And we talk to each other and we communicate so we're not alone. So my intelligence on it can operate on its own. And even my emotions could technically operate on its own, but they will begin, my emotions are primarily expressed in my speech. But the rest of my body, the rest of my body, more than my heart, the rest of my body is the actual activity of man, the actual ideas that we can interact with each other, we can actually move around. Mice, the world of action, the world of physicality. And ideas to unite all these modes of consciousness. Now we can go back to the mind itself, to the person's face, in the face alone, the face of Chachma. We have ten energies. The ten energies are my intelligence, as we just explained. Wisdom, understanding, knowledge is my intelligence. My right eye, my left eye, and my nose is chesed vuretferis. says the heart, Is the emotions of my intelligence. And then we have the two cheeks and the brainstem, which is netzach hoyd Yisoid. Now you might look at your two cheeks and say, what are these two cheeks that are underneath the two eyes that are right near the nostrils? These two cheeks together with the brainstem will allow you to contract everything you intelligize, everything you intel- you comprehend with your intellect and everything you see with your eyes and nose, everything you breathe into. And it will allow you now through netzach, and you saw it through the two cheeks and the brainstem, it will allow you to communicate that through malchus, through the mouth further. So those four energies. The last four energies is the torso of the brain, the torso of the intelligence, the torso of your face, which is Netzach Hoid. Your two cheeks, which the holy Kabbalist explained, you can never tell the difference between Netzach and Hoid. Netzach and Hoid are so similar, we don't know which one is which. The holy Kabbalist said Purim and 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 Hanukkah is Netzach and Hoid. Which is which? There's a debate. We don't know because Netzach and Hoid are so similar. We're gonna get to that in 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 a minute. Aaron and Moshe is netzach and hoyt. But they're equal. Which one's netzach, which one's hoyt? They look very similar. You cannot tell the difference. The right foot or the left foot? Am I a righty or a lefty when it comes to the foot moving? Because netzach and hoyt in a person's body, when you look in his full body, netzach is the right foot, hoyt is the left foot. But the left foot and the right foot, which one is your life? Which one is your activation? Which one's leading which? You need both feet. They're primarily the same thing. Just now... In terms of your body, your torso and your face Is the idea that Your netzach, your hoid and your soid Is the idea of taking all my intelligence All my emotions And I want to communicate it with my mouth To you Because without communicating it to you We have no relationship I'm alone in this world If you would imagine for a second a person Who doesn't have the ability to talk To communicate it all How alone they are in this world The ability to be able to Imagine being in solitary confinement how, the need, how much we need people, how much we interact with people. So our own face contains these 10 energies. The 10 energies are Chabad, Chagas, Nihim, binadas, intelligence, Chesed emotional intelligence, the heart of my brain, Yisoyd Malchus, my two cheeks, my brain stem, which will Take all the energies from my intelligence and emotions and then my malchus, my peh, my actual mouth, which will talk it out. And if my netzach, my hoid, and my yesoya malchus work in sync with my intelligence and with emotions, then it's a perfect face. So it's the face of chokhmah, the face of Bina, but it's made up of ten energies. And that's what makes it a shlema, that's what makes it man. Now what is the gift of understanding these ten energies? The beauty of a face is that each one was made for each other. Who's more important in your face? The wisdom that nobody sees, the understanding that nobody sees because it's deep in your brain, or the right eye, or the left eye where you can't even tell the difference, or the right cheek or the left cheek, or the brainstem, which is completely yisoid, which is the foundation. You don't even see it. It's beyond your face, the whole energy that's beyond your mouth, going all the way to the back of your head. The whole function of, you never even see that. The person behind the person or the malchus or just the speech, their mouth. The answer is none of them are more important. They make up your face. You can't live without one of them. And that is the secret of the 10 spheres, the secret of the 10 energies that make you up. Every one of your parts of your body are made up of 10. When you're in your heart, your right hand, your left hand. There's the heart of your heart and there's the intelligence of your heart and there's the torso of your heart. And every level in your body is made up 10 out of 10 out of 10. Why? Because it should be integrated with each other. What's the purpose of this? Because your own body is made up right, left, and middle so you could unite all the time. What's the purpose of this? To live your life in synchrony means just like you have to make peace in your own body between all these energies. And if they operate properly, then there's... Peace, And if they operate internally Which means they're made for each other My intelligence is for my emotions And my emotions is meant to, to, to give it out to another person If if they operate like that Internally, working all the time Then there's a never-ending tranquility So then a man fully understands That his Chachma, just like in his own Ten energies in his face They're made for each other Then his Chachma will understand, I'm made for my wife Because you understand The beginning of compassion Compassion means that chesed is made for gvur. Compassion means that my right eye, my left eye, <laughs> you can never separate the two. So if I can't separate the two in my own face, how will I separate the two in our marriage? You can't, you need to have two eyes. You have to see the world with two perspectives. But you are not only masculine in perspective. You're only in the chakma perspective. Your wife and you is light and day. She's the drama, the details. She tells the story from her perspective. You tell from your perspective. But if you don't see a perspective, you're living in la-la land. You're living in a different world. You're still trapped in your wisdom and you never were understood. If you're still trapped, if your wife tells you, I don't, you, I want to feel your love, that means you haven't narrowed yourself down. That means there is no interaction with your right and left. And that is the awesome idea that he wants to convey over here in this parak between giver and receiver. That in your own body, your intelligence is giving to each other all the time. Your three levels, they're constantly giving to each other. They're, they're made for each other. They're transferring love to each other. They're made for love, meaning to say your wisdom is giving to your understanding. Your understanding is frustrating the wisdom and then knowledge is born. The same thing, your right eye is looking with the idea of love. Your left eye is feeling and yearning. Your right eye wants to give. Your left eye wants to receive. Your right eye wants to look kindly and your left eye wants to judge. And then it's to make peace with those energies, which means to judge yourself. Of course you need a judge, but yourself. What can I do more for this person? And to create compassion. And then in your own marriage, to see that you're not giving to your spouse, your spouse is giving you far more than you're giving to them. Because what's the idea of chesed gurut feris? The idea is to understand, not to keep them separate, but to unite them in the core of your heart, which means you need judgment, you need details, you need drama, you need yearning, you need feeling. Love, to give with a fiery love To give with passion To give with a masculine side To just be a male, to just give Chesed means cold love just means to give a thousand dollars But to give through Born through shame, born through passion Born through heat, through judgment To intimately connect and look at The poor man what he needs To look at your spouse and see what they need And to give them with details, with passion With heat, with emptiness, with yearning to be in a space of yearning all the time, to see someone's emptiness and to see your own emptiness near God. Like the, the Balatinius says, true compassion is to be in a state of looking at everyone's emptiness and seeing how that's a reflection of your emptiness from the creator of the world. And then you give with tremendous passion where you eliminate hierarchy between you and the other person. So compassion is the idea of eliminating the boundary between the giver and the receiver. So compassion is the purpose of intelligence. You understand? Chachma das. What is chachma binadas? Chachma das. How do they unite? How does wisdom and knowledge and understanding unite? When wisdom understands that I, wisdom itself needs to be understood. So that's compassion, meaning to say the wisdom, the chachma knows that it's there for the guru. The chachma knows that it's there for the binah. And then das is born. It's a very deep concept but to understand that compassion is the purpose, which means the unity. The word compassion means, literally speaking, the unity between my right and my left. That's what it literally means. Right is the giver, left is the receiver. The word compassion, what does the core of my heart want? It wants to unite the giver and the receiver. My heart is the beginning of me and you coming together. So there's the intelligence of that and there's actually making it happen. That's the Chod means to actually make it happen. And that is the secret that he wants to share in this letter. Yes, you can connect with your spouse on a superficial level and there'll be peace in the home. Yes, you can connect with your child superficially. Yes, you can connect with the poor man superficially. And that is already the purpose of the world because superficial life in general is a waste of time. But a superficial life that's full of kindness, that is a peaceful world. But if you want a never-ending, everlasting tranquility, if you want something internal, And to live all the time that everyone's giving you far more than you're giving them. And to be desperate for people's relationships. To be, to see all the time with no triggers, with no judgment. To see all the time the opportunity everyone's giving you. To smile to the world. To be in such a space of radical amazement. To be in a space of tremendous Zest and enthusiasm for life. That comes only from aboy, that's a That comes only from realizing how, how much you need, how much you need to activate the left side because the left side, you need the left side, meaning to say you need to feel, you need to receive from everyone far more than you're giving. You're not giving, you're not just making peace. You're making tranquility. You're making harmony. You're uniting with everyone because you need them more than you're giving them. And when you need them, you're making them all givers. So you're blurring the boundaries between giver and receiver and you're uniting intelligence with emotions, with the torso. You're uniting all people and all energies, and you're bringing every, all the Jewish people together. And in that space, there's Shechina Aim in the house in the most profound way. There's with the rich man and the poor man, and like he says in this letter, there's Pemailya Shamatal Pemailya Shamailia. You made peace between God and heaven and the Jewish people. And the deeper you make that peace, the more tranquil and harmonious it is, the more never-ending and everlasting. The more attentive God comes into your world. So to choose a life that's obsessed with compassion, that's full with this vitality all the time, means to usher in God in the most deepest way possible. Where is God? Wherever you let him in. If you activate this deep core within yourself, which goes beyond, it goes against the grain of humanity. It goes against the grain of nature. Not just to create a peace, but to create a never-ending, everlasting tranquility where everybody is there for you. They're giving you much more than you're giving them. So then you're creating an internal harmony, an internal peace, an internal, never-ending, everlasting quality where you're unleashing an infinity of your relationship with the divine. And then the divine is present in you. Yishkan Eir the light of God is present within you. It's an infinite thing. How much could you give from your heart? Unlimited. How much could you receive is very limited. If you're on the receiving end, it's very limited. But if you're giving the ability, if you're giving with such a depth to every single person, meaning to say, you're, you're in, you're in tuning, going deeply in to connect with all the people around you to eliminate the boundaries between you. Then you unleash something that's never ending, everlasting. Then the soul becomes primary. And in that space, you have tasted the messianic era.